It's Nina now talking about the Muppets with our usual hosts, Robert and Danny. Yay! It's time to play the music. It's time to turn on mics. It's time to turn on the mics. It's time to turn on the mics. It's time to put on makeup. I don't think you've got that right. It's time to get things started on the in and out tonight. Why do we always come here? I guess we'll never know. It's like a kind of torture to have to record the show. Started. Why don't you get things started? It's time we get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, dictational. Today we talk about the Muppet Show. Hello, everybody. That's right. Today we are talking about the Muppets, uh, Jim Henson's probably greatest creation that is most remembered throughout time. Did he have anything else? Well, he also did Sesame Street. He has an entire puppet, uh, or excuse me, Muppet Studios, where he creates different uh, creatures and creations for different movies. Um, up to, but not limited to, The Labyrinth, okay. uh, Fraggle Rock. Was he responsible for making David Bowie's junk look so big? No, that was David Bowie. He stuffed potpourri in his crotch because all of the puppeteers had to be next to him, and he didn't want his junk to smell. I'd heard about that before. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> Nice guy, kind of. I mean, yeah. If you, if you think about it in those terms, the reason that his cock magically changes uh, size from one cut to the next. I have always I think about everything in cock terms. Yeah. So, makes sense. Dick jocational. It's, it's a great line. <laughs> great line. Uh, but his studio had like is still doing stuff. Um, or at least it was up until it was sold by Disney, which we'll get into. Um, sure. But I think one of the last things that they did before that was Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, they are responsible for the Vogons and, and all of the weird creatures that is hard to do with makeup and CGI. And right. the great thing about it is with practical effects like Jim Henson's work, it looks real. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did they do E.T.? I feel I like I heard that somewhere. I don't know. And did they make the the greatest puppet of all time? I hope that's not broken. As Danny makes all of the noise. Hey, man, I didn't pause it like you said. No, good job. Blatantly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, hold on. Is I, your... I, I'll take it. Okay. You can cut that part. I will. I will. Uh... Were they responsible for making the greatest puppet of all time, though? Which is? Alf. I think so. Did they really? I think so. Is it weird that I loved Alf as a kid? Let me find out real quick, because I don't want to <laughs> give an affirmative on that. Some things are just just worth Googling, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he ate cats. I was uh, going to say lasagna, but that's Garfield. Garfield I, I mean, he was the biggest pussy hound of the 80s. But unts! Uh, <laughs> waka waka! For me. <laughs> Should be a long hour, man. Oh, man, mm. I'm so happy with myself right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh... Well, ALF was an acronym for Alien Life Form. Well, everybody knows that, Robert. Um, I'm going to guess that he probably was, and the only reason that I'm going off of that is because there's an episode of Kermit Babies that I just found, or, or not Muppet Kermit, Babies, Muppet Babies yeah. uh, with ALF in it. 
why aren't we watching that? Why are we recording? Let's go, <laughs> let's go, man. Right? Um, I'll break the law to watch that special. <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. I I don't know if he. I'm not seeing anything that says that he directly was created by the uh, Henson Corporation, but he's definitely been in several uh, Henson projects. I'd say there's at least some ties there then. Oh, yeah. But uh, whatever happened to just turning things into babies and making it into a spinoff show? If you could pick anything and turn it into a baby spinoff, what would it be? The Avengers. We kind of got that. We do? There's the young Avengers. They weren't babies. No, I'm talking about babies. Just flat out babies? Yeah. Okay. And, like, Wolverine with a past fire in his mouth all the time. When he sucks it, it goes, bub, bub. <laughs> I feel like you've thought about this before. It's kind of creepy. Well, uh, that's actually based off of some art that I found. I found this artist online. This is years back now that they conceptualized the Avengers as babies and toddlers. Scotty Young. Uh, I think that may might be it. And it so there, there's one picture of Wolverine holding his baby form mm-hmm. up by the diaper using his claws mm-hmm. and it's bub bub right above the pacifier nice. and I've, okay. i just always love that and something about like avengers who are going to become these cosmic superheroes making make believe about them being superheroes in the future and like it's them just imagining shit for some reason it's heartwarming i me. have that comic book it exists it does it really yeah it's, it's got young through the whole so thing happy right now it's in my closet somewhere i need to <laughs> dig it up i would do baby batman so it's just him living a normal life with rich parents and showing how great of a parents they are because you know afterwards they're dying <laughs> to show like the greatest eight years of his life yes. and then like the last comic it just takes a complete 180 turn you see him leaving the theater <laughs> and like oh fuck no no <laughs> the, the last panel is the gun that's the last thing. Yeah. Yeah, don't show the murder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fucked up, man. That's dark. <laughs> I don't want to read that comic at all. <laughs> uh, but the Muppets. Yeah, obviously. Uh, so for those that don't know, and in a world today who pe- where there might be people that don't know the Muppets, it saddens me. Uh, but the Muppets are an ensemble cast of puppet characters known for their self-aware, burlesque, and meta-referential uh, style of variety sketch comedy, as is described by Wikipedia. Hmm. It was created by Jim Henson and his uh, wife, Jane Henson, in 1955. I, I did not think it was that old. I, I could have swore 70s for some reason. No, like they, they were older, peop- uh, older people. Yeah. Hmm. I am having trouble with words today, and I don't know why. It's because you made us you made us sing, Robert. Um, that might be. And let me go ahead and apologize for anybody that listened to it. I'm terrible. I don't apologize. You made me look good, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I don't know why you had to call me a bitch. Uh, it was kind of a compliment, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> uh, it was it was it was a bitch out of love. It wasn't like a fuck you, bitch. It was like that's right, bitch. Bitch out of love would make a great album title. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you showed, or I, I walked in, you were watching a clip on YouTube and it was, um, what's the dog's name? A uh, Rolf the doll. Rolf. And it was black and white and that blew my mind. Yeah. Uh, well, l- let's get into that. So, uh, it was created, uh, the first Muppet was Kermit the Frog. Makes sense. Um, who became Henson's signature character is still on all of the merchandising today. Um, he re- originally conceived, uh, the characters for an adult audience. It wasn't for kids at all. Um, Henson stated that the term Muppet had been created as an amalgamation of the word marionette and puppet, uh, but also claimed that he had, it was actually just a word that he coined. I kind of wish I had a better explanation. 
Uh, it, it's straightforward. It's understandable. Yeah. I mean, and it, it caught on. With him saying later that it was just a word that he coined, it kind of plays into jokes uh, that Kermit during different interviews uh, where they said, so what's it like to be a puppet? And he, he would say stuff like, I don't know. I'm a Muppet. Hmm. Okay. You're going to uh, be breaking that voice out a lot, aren't you? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't I come in handy very out, often. You know? I may be bringing out a couple of voices, but it's not intentional. Okay. It's just as I'm going through and talking about characters, it just kind of happens. Do you have a Miss Piggy? <laughs> Do I have a Miss Piggy? <laughs> Dumbest fucking question I've ever of heard. Of course I don't. Good. I'm. It'd be weird if you did. Kermit! I do! That's <laughs> eh. just, you know, your normal amount of shrill. I'm not shrill. Mm. Have you ever heard you? I'm about to change my <laughs> definition of bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's not out of love anymore. It's bitch out of hate. Ooh, Which second is the album. second album, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, then and now, episode whatever, The Muppets, bitch out of love. Bitch out of love, bitch out of hate. <laughs> And the third album, Bitch and Heat. <laughs> that that's where we go into our uh, more R and B style rock. Really? Yeah. Is that a thing? R and B style rock? It kinda was there for a little while. Well, like uh, Journey? Well, uh I wouldn't say Journey. I would say that Meatloaf kinda touched on Oh, it was all Meatloaf love songs. That's it. Oh. He would do anything for But life. I won't do that. I don't what is that? <laughs> uh, whatever. Let's talk about the Muppets. Meatloaf confuses me. <laughs> and he had boobs in Fight Club? Like yeah. rockin' boobs. His name was Robert something. I don't. Remember. I have no idea. I think it was Pattinson. Didn't they call him Bitch Tits? He. It was, and after he dies in the movie, that's when the main character goes, no, you're stopping this shit. His name was Robert Polson. Spoilers, man. His name is Robert Polson. Okay, yeah, you're very serious right now. His name. His name. I know you're doing Is it Robert Polson. Yeah. All right. Uh- <laughs> now I'm just picturing Kermit with tits, so that's where, that's where my mind went. Okay. In 1955, the Muppets were introduced on Sam and Friends, a television program that aired on WRC-TV in Washington, D.C. Uh, the series was notable for being the first form of puppet media not to include a physical form of the classic puppet arch. Um, so, like, the stage... The thing on, you hide behind. Yes. Okay. Uh, instead, it actually framed the puppets as if they were just on TV. There, there was no fourth wall. Like you see on Sesame Street. Right. Yeah. Okay. Or, you know, the Muppet Show. <clears throat> Since we're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. During the 60s, the characters, uh, Kermit and Ralph mostly, uh, started appearing in late night talk shows and advertising commercials, including the Ed Sullivan Show, which was the biggest show back in the day. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, and this got a lot of notoriety towards the Muppets and Jim Henson's work. In 1966, Joan Gantz Cooney and Lloyd Morissette began developing an educational television program targeted towards children and approached Henson to design several Muppet characters for the program. This is where we get Sesame Street, which debuted in 1969. <clears throat> wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, and quick, what, what's your what, what's the one thing that you remember about Sesame Street? What, Sesame you're, you're, Street? When you think of Sesame Street, what's oh, the, the first count. thing that comes to mind? The count? I love the count. One, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. A two. Uh, so weird. I'm uh, thinking he can count uh, past ten. That he can count to twelve. Oh, okay. Ah, ah, ah. Because because there's the episode that's the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, twelve. 
I threw up seven for some reason with my hands, but I <laughs> think that's because... a one and a two, it would have made sense, kind of. Because I can't throw up, like, two hands of five and another hand of two. I love the fact that you're still holding up seven <laughs> fingers. Know. You're just like, why is this happening? But you're not fixing it, Robert. Why, why are you fingers? <laughs> oh, wow. All right. But yeah, the Count and uh, Cookie Monster were always my favorites. Uh, Cookie Monster was one of my favorites. Uh... I hate how they've changed him in recent years, but I understand the reason Isn't for he like the change. The veggie monster. Yeah, he's still the cookie monster, but no, cookies are a sometimes snack now. Yeah, for pussies. I, I'd be the pussy monster. <laughs> oh God! Yes, <laughs> for pussy. That's good enough, enough for me. <laughs> we just sullied something so. Oh yeah, we did. We just made something beautiful, very dirty. God, did you see the original Kermit puppet? He kind of looks like Kermit in blackface. I think I've seen it. To the right? Yeah. <laughs> That's terrifying, man. That's bad. It seems racist, even though he's a frog. Does that make sense? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> okay. Henson and his creative team performed and created several characters for the show in the years that followed. Henson waived his performance fee, however, so that he could ca- keep ownership to the rights of the Muppet characters that he created for Sesame Street. Which is why later on when the Muppets would do movies, you get characters like Big Bird walking down the street. You get or those cameos, Oscar yeah. the Grouch. Yeah, or the, Alf in the cartoon. Or Alf in the cartoon. Or in the Muppet show, Bert and Ernie would show up on occasion. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Did you know the name of the 1975 pilot of the Muppet show? Uh, I mean, we could have gotten there eventually. Well, we will. And when we get there... I'll tell you the answer. It's weird. It's Rita Moreno. No, it's sex and violence. Uh, that is not the 1975. That That's what precluded it, and there's another show before that, so we'll get to it. Mm. Trust me, I've already got all this. You're... I'm doing research on the fly. Yeah, but you're jumping ahead. There's a train. What do we do about that? Uh, there, there's a train. We're going to keep going because it's not going to drown us out. It's annoying. Okay. There's nothing we can do about it. Because I guarantee you that it's already been going right now. We are just now hearing it. Uh, but yeah, that, that's why uh, why the Sesame Street characters were able to be on anything with the Muppets. Because he owned the characters. So he owned so, the rights to them individually. That's right. cool. So he got paid for making the characters. And he played the characters for free. So that he could keep them. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. In the... Uh, Early 1970s, the Muppets continued their presence in television, namely it appearing in the land of of Gork or Gorch or Gork. It's hard. It's a segment during the first season on the Saturday Night Live show. Oh, okay. Uh, which the first episode of Saturday Night Live? Do you know who it was that uh, that hosted? Was it Kermit? No. Oh, I it, didn't know if you were tying it in or not. Uh, well, no, the tie-in is that uh, there were Muppets on the show. Okay. Uh, no, the first person was the comedian. Oh, now you said Kermit. It drew my mind blank. This is not my fault. Don't blame uh, me for you forgetting, man. Uh, he he was the uh, priest in uh, Dogma. He. Oh, uh, Carlin, George Carlin. George Carlin was the host of the first ever episode of Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. No, you don't. You weren't alive. Uh, <laughs> I might have been. You don't know. No, somebody covered it on Hold My Beer for some reason. It got I, brought up. I did. Maybe. Um, 
But yeah, so they were in the first season of Saturday Night Live uh, in the land of Gorch, uh, or however the fuck you want to pronounce that shit. <laughs> Whatever your heart feels. Th- those segments were weird. Like I've watched a couple of them. And what year was this? Uh, that was in the seventies. Okay. Well, drugs. You know. Yes, I mean, I'm sure that a lot of what the Muppets became were because of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Um. As his involvement with Sesame Street continued, Henson mused about the possibility of creating a network television series featuring the Muppets. However, he did not want it geared toward children, but more toward uh, adults with racier themes. This is where we get the two, uh, what would is now considered, quote, pilot episodes of The Muppet Show, The Muppet Valentine Show, which starred Mia Farrow. Uh, and... Was that, um... Ah. The the singer's wife. That the, he he was an epic douchebag. Okay, Sinatra, you're... Frank Sinatra's wife for a while. I, I I don't know. Well, I'm telling you. Okay, it's it's fascinating. I don't care either. I don't know why I know that honestly. <laughs> well, I I had just never heard of her, so I I had nothing to go off. Yeah, on I think that. she's a singer as well. Um, but yeah, the hosting duties uh, for the show are attended by a character called Wally. Uh, other characters that showed up in this uh. Introduction of what would be the uh, the Muppet Show is George the Janitor, Mildred Huckstetter, Droop, Brewster, and Crazy Donald, who would later become known as Crazy Harry. Uh, Kermit the Frog only had a supporting role in this particular show. Wow. Uh, most of the remaining characters uh, appearing were from previous Jim Henson productions. This is just the pilot? This is what is now referred to as the pilot, uh, but it was technically its own standalone uh, Valentine's Day special. Okay. Uh, the same with the second show that I'm about to mention, which you already did, uh, The Muppet Show, Sex and Violence. Now who's jumping the gun? Uh, no one, because this is where it lands. Uh, viewers got a glimpse of several of the uh, future Muppet stars in this, although Kermit does appear briefly. The backstage boss of this variety show is Nigel, the show's future band leader. Oh, okay. Uh, Miss Piggy makes a very brief appearance in a parody of Planet of the Apes in Twilight Zone episodes, The Eye of the Beholder. I don't know if this is a typo on the page that I had found this, but it says, Meanwhile, a variety of sins romp around backstage. A variety of what? Sins, S-I-N-S. Okay. Does Uh, that mean there was just like a a Muppet orgy? (laughs) If I would have read the next... uh, Line, it would have made sense. Oh, okay. Uh, waiting for auditions for the Seven Deadly Sins pageant. Ah, okay. <laughs> That's still weird. Uh, and this is the show that debuted probably some of my favorite Muppet characters, Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Oh, those can't be your favorite. The, uh, everybody knows the best characters of all of the Muppet show were the old men that just heckled everybody. Oh, uh, Waldorf and Statler. Statler and Waldorf, yes, which are named after New York hotels, I just found out. Yes. But, no, I loved those uh, guys. And they also uh, appeared for the first time in Muppet show Sex and Violence, as did Sam the Eagle and the Swedish Chef. Hork, 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 hork. Uh, but yeah, Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem were probably my favorites. Oh, really? Yeah, I just love the old men because they were grumpy like me. Uh, <laughs> everybody in that band uh, was a reference to another actual famous singer. Janice was Janice Joplin. Right. Uh, slash Cher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think the only one that isn't a direct reference to another uh, musician is Animal. Uh, inspired by Keith Moon of The Who. Oh, 
Well, uh, do you have the list of who all inspired who? Nope, just that one. Oh, Thanks God. for being an asshole. I contributed <laughs> in a timely fashion. You fucked it up. No, Robert. no, I, I was very appreciative. I, I, I just thought that you, no, because you had that A couple one. of cool little facts just about that original run. Uh, during the first six years, no celebrity was allowed to be on The Muppet Show more than once. Really? And they were also allowed to, uh, they could request a scene with their favorite Muppet. Who do you think the most requested was? Kermit. Miss Piggy. Really? Yeah. By far. Uh, except for Animal. Animal was a close second. Okay. Oh, I also just found out Gonzo's original name. What's Snarl? I think I had heard that at one point or he another. He was the Cigar Box Frackle, whatever that is. And the 1970 special, uh, The Great Santa Claus Switch, whatever that is. All right. Uh, but yeah, Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem had Dr. Teeth on vocals and keyboard, Animal on drums, Floyd Pepper as the bass guitarist, and Janice, Janice on guitar, and Zoot on saxophone. Well, Animal always has to be drums. Animal can only drum. Yeah. yeah. Animal! (laughs) Animal! I do like Animal, too. I used to have an Animal t-shirt. Not when I was a kid, either. I mean, like, in middle school. I was so cool, Robert. You should have been there. (laughs) You know almost all the Muppets are left-handed? Uh, I believe it. And Miss Piggy has a last name. What's Miss Piggy's last name? Lee. Miss Piggy Lee. Miss Piggy Lee. Yeah, how weird is that? Well, she always wanted to turn it to the frog. That's true. Oh, God, Fozzie Bear. I just saw a picture of him. He makes me happy. I love Fozzie, dude. It, although it's weird doing research for, for this episode because you realize who voiced what characters. Frank Oz is the one that voiced Miss Piggy, who also voiced Yoda in Star Wars. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. That is... No. Yeah, he also voiced uh, Animal. Here, let, let, me, let me just do a quick uh, word search here for yeah, Frank Oz. For so I am... Only on uh, Electric Mayhem's uh, Wikipedia page right now because I wanted to see who was all inspired by who, and it doesn't lay it out as clearly as I'd hoped. Oh, okay. Apparently, in Electric Mayhem, he only voiced Animal. But yeah, I know that he voiced Miss Piggy. He voices like a good majority of the pop uh, of the popular Muppets. Yoda, and then Yoda. What was his name? Frank Oz. Frank Oz. Wow, that's really weird. And Yoda I th- and Miss Piggy, same voice. That's well, crazy. I, I think that Yoda was also made by the Henson Corporation. Probably. Uh, right here it says Jim Jim Henson reportedly created over 2,000 Muppets in his lifetime. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And for some reason, the Swedish chef is like in the middle of the picture of the most famous ones. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Uh, he, well, he is a very popular character. But one of my favorite, uh, favorite skits from... Uh, Robot Chicken is Swedish chef walking down the street and he's like pork, pork, pork as he's walking by a pig. Yep, and like all these things that rhyme with what he already says, and mm. then he comes across like a Lord of the Rings orc, 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 orc <laughs> as he's running. What's that from? I've seen Robot that. Chicken. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay, yeah, it's very funny, very funny. <laughs> After ABC passed on the pilots, no other major American network expressed interest interest in backing the pro- project. Lou Grade approached Henson and agreed to produce the series for the British company Associated Television. It debuted in 1976 as The Muppet Show and introduced uh, Miss Piggy in a more formidable role, uh, Fonzie, Fozzie the Bear, Gonzo, and Animal, as well as uh, showcasing other already popular Muppets, such as, obviously, Kermit, who was the person that ran the show in this, right. and Rolf the Dog who 
uh, was actually Jim Henson's favorite character. He actually didn't like playing Kermit all that much. Really? He loved playing Rolf the dog and did so as much as he could. That's odd. It's odd to hear. I, I, well, part of the reason might be uh, when they didn't have enough Muppets to do a whole show, they would just put a blonde wig on Kermit and call him Kermina. No, I believe it. Yeah. There's a picture. It's really weird. <laughs> it's literally just a blonde wig. They changed nothing else. Yes. <laughs> well, he's covering himself. He is. <laughs> they didn't put clothes on him, but his arms are I'm strategic. not the only one to picture him with tits. That's good. <laughs> now uh, who's weird? Through the show's syndication, uh, it became... Increasingly popular due to its sketch comedy variety format, unique brand of humor, and prolific roster of guest stars. One of the, I think it may have been the second star to show on it, was Jim Neighbors. I don't know who that is. Gomer Powell. Oh. Who actually has an amazing singing voice. What? He actually was a musician back in the day. That vo- that voice? Mm-hmm. That's just one that he put on for his shows. Really? He has an amazing singing voice. That's weird. And had full albums that were like top of the charts. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Uh, so it showed Steve Martin on there with a banjo, which is always cool. Uh, yeah. Him and Kermit actually played together mm-hmm. uh, on the episode that he was a guest on, which was in the second season. Oh, I don't know. I just saw a picture. I uh, love Steve Martin, and I love banjos. <laughs> uh, I have a list of all of the guests here. A, a lot of them, most people wouldn't. I, I was right. It was the second episode that Jim <laughs> Neighbors was on. <laughs> Damn, I'm good. Uh, the first one was Mar- Rita Moreno. Remember who... before recording, I said you get proud of yourself over really weird things? <laughs> your, your Gomer Pyle information is definitely <laughs> on top of the list, buddy. <laughs> uh <laughs> The, sh- the first guest star of the actual show was Rita Moreno, who was a dancer, okay. uh, who I had never heard heard about, but it, she was the first guest star worth mentioning. Right, of course. Uh, Jim Neighbors, who I've obviously already discussed. Yeah, I've heard he has a great singing voice. I he don't does. buy it, but uh, i heard San- Sandy Duncan, uh, female actress. Okay. Uh, let me just go through, see if I find any names that stick out. Floris Henderson sounds familiar. It does. But I'm not... Was George Carlin on this one, too? No. <laughs> Telling Kermit his favorite list of curse words? That'd be amazing. <laughs> but Vincent Price was. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, Vincent Price was on an episode. Twiggy was on another episode. Uh, who's Twiggy? Twiggy was... Isn't that Marilyn Manson's bassist or something? <laughs> he used to suck his dick on stage, I always heard. Uh, I don't think that part last part was true, but I heard it several times when I was a kid. It was right below Marilyn Manson in his own rib removed to suck his own dick. For some reason, there was a lot of stories about Marilyn Manson's dick in, in my middle school. Uh, hmm. Twiggy was uh, a British cultural icon uh, and teenage model. So no, not the same one I was thinking of. No. Okay, good, good. That would make him a time traveler. Uh, Phyllis Diller. I know that one. Yep. Uh, which, once again, a- another person that most people today probably wouldn't know of. Uh, Connie Stevens and Bert and Ernie. Uh, guest starred on the same episode. Well, Burton and Ernie didn't have enough star power by themselves. Uh, well, they did. That's why they were guest stars. Well, yeah, but they had to have a co-guest star. Um, that's technically well, they, three guest stars. That it it was, and that's probably one of my favorite uh, skits that they did in that one because mm-hmm. it's uh it, it's Bert singing to the guest star, um, some enchanted evening. Is, is Bert the orange or yellow one? I always get the He's confused. the taller one with the unibrow. The yellow one. Okay, good. Yeah. I didn't mean I didn't mean to make it all about skin color, but it's a very easy way to tell the difference between Bert and Ernie. Don't try to be better than you, me. You I can know also what you did. say tall or short. 
I forgot about the height difference. And I honestly don't couldn't remember what color their felt was. Bullshit. No, I'm 100 yeah, No, you're serious. colorblind. You're woke. Uh, that had nothing to do with it. <laughs> when it but comes I to am. Muppets. I mean, I hate people. <laughs> Muppets are great. God. <laughs> Muppets are all inclusive. That's, That's why when uh, Chick-fil-A came out that uh, they were against gay people, uh, the Muppets, who at the time was advertising with them, pulled all of their advertising and said, we are not associating ourselves with you anymore. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's yeah. crazy. That they're very the Muppet Corporation is all about inclusion. That's cool. Um, I mean, when you have a frog and a pig banging, it, you kind of have to be right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, uh, we said uh, Steve Martin, Bernadette Peters. Oh, my heart, Bernadette Peters, amazing uh, singing voice, amazing singing voice. Uh, she was a Broadway star. Um, I don't know if. Growing up, you were ever made to watch uh, Into the Woods, the the stage play? No. Uh, she she was the witch in that, and it is phenomenal. Uh, you you've met my dad. Could you picture him sitting through a play? Did Did you see the Cinderella that had Brandy as Cinderella? No. Okay. Well, she was the stepmother, and what happened in your childhood, buddy? I like music. Mm. Cinderella Don Knotts. with Brandy. Oh, Don Knotts. I know that one. Barney Fife. Don Knotts, John Cleese. I love Don Knotts, man. Even in Scooby-Doo, he was good. Yeah. <laughs> Playing like five different characters in the same episode. Yeah. Uh, Elton John and Bob Hope. I knew Elton John was on. I know about Bob Hope. I just burped right into the mic. I'm sorry. Uh, Julie Andrews. As you go on, like the names become more frequent that people would recognize. Right. And then they drop off for a little while, and then they come back. <laughs> uh, so... I wonder who the la- the final one is. Liberace's on here. Alice Cooper. I've seen pictures. Yeah, Alice, him with Kermit. Yep, that's an uh, odd one. His isn't guest it? act was Welcome to My Nightmare. Nice. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Ew. Uh, he just seems so oily all the time. You Sly know? and the Muppets sang a bird in a gilded cage. Gross. <laughs> That is gross. I have to look up this episode. No. It's Sylvester Stallone singing. No, buddy, it's gonna hurt. You thought I was bad earlier. It's uh, Adrian. I'm about to sing a song, Adrian. How dry <laughs> I am, Adrian. I can't. I, I've lost my Sylvester voice. I used to have a good one. I'm sorry. I mean, that was that was atrocious. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't good. I kept trying to make it happen, and it just my voice said no. Mm, okay. Ever since I made myself throw up doing uh, Doctor Claw. I, I, I'm having trouble with that part of my throat anymore. This is the first time somebody's ever said that sentence. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> kind of hope it's the last time, honestly. <laughs> I guarantee that the guy that voiced uh, the Dr. Claw, uh, which was the Fresh Prince's uncle. No. Yep. Same as Shredder? Same as Shredder. No shit? I believe so, yeah. I didn't know that. Are you sure? I, I, double check me. Yeah, but I am. I, I'm pretty sure, yeah. He... he he voiced both of them. That's awesome if it's true. Um So, so the Muppet Show went on to receive 21 Primetime Emmy Award nominations during its run, winning four awards including Outstanding Variety Series in 1978. The success of the Muppet Show allowed Henson Associates to diversify into theatrical film features uh starring the Muppets, which became The Muppet Movie, The Great Muppet Caper, and The Muppets Take Manhattan, uh, which happened in 79, 81, and 84, respectively. Altogether, the three films received four Academy Award nominations. 
Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> uh, no, it was Frank Welker, whoever that is. Frank Welker? Did Dr. Claw. Okay. I didn't realize Don Adams was uh, the guy that did uh, Inspector Gadget. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I, I was proven wrong. Thank yeah, you for yeah. double-checking that for me. Mm-hmm. That's a name I don't know. Don Welker. I'm sure that he's voiced like half of our childhood. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking up his name right now because I bet he's done some good stuff. Uh, Jim Henson's Muppet Babies, commonly known by the shortened title Muppet Babies, mm-hmm. is an American animated television series that aired September 15th of 1984 to November 2nd of 1991 on CBS. Okay. The show portrays childhood versions of the Muppets living together in a nursery under the care of a headless woman called Nanny. When you read it like that, it's kind of creepy. Well, you never see her uh, above her striped socks. Yeah, but you like you see that she she's wearing a, a dress, but you never see her head. Hmm. So, kind of like the parents in uh, Cow and Chicken that are only legs, like only legs. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of assume the same for her. Okay. Um, but Nanny had a, a pink skirt, a purple sweater, and a distinctive green and white striped socks, and that's all that you ever see of her. Uh. The idea for having the Muppets as children first appear first came from a dream sequence in one of the movies. Do you know which movie it was? Uh, I read it earlier, isn't it Manhattan? Muppets Take Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those uh, facts, fr- but I didn't want to jump the gun, so I didn't bring it up, Robert. Yeah, from, I'm professional. Fuck from nineteen eighty four. Um which only released two months before Muppet Babies debuted. So they filmed it and you know Jim Henson went, This is great, make it happen. Mm-hmm. And so they released Muppets Take Manhattan, and then two months later, Muppet Babies became a thing. In which Miss, uh, in the movie, it came about because Miss Piggy imagined what it would be like if she and Kermit had actually grown up together. Oh. So what we're seeing in Muppet Babies is actually her imagination. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Uh, just a real quick check on uh, that uh, Frank Walker fellow. He yes. he was Abu the Monkey in Aladdin. He did the Lion Roars for the Lion King. I can't do those. He was Doctor Raymond Stans in the Real Ghostbusters. I'm cool with that. He did some Smurfs. He's done some Transformers. He's currently Soundwave. He does um, Scooby-Doo in the, in the new Lego movies. He's Fred Jones in Be Cool Scooby-Doo, but that show's garbage. Yeah. Uh, he's in the Transformers movies. He's Odin in the new Guardians. I don't remember an Odin. But yeah, he's doing. Uh, he's still working big time. Cool. So. I, I, I love hearing when voice actors that have influenced something in my past or whatever, still are doing great things. Right. Yeah, it's awesome. It looks like he's he has not been short on work through any decade, which is very impressive. Even weird stuff like, you know, lion noises. <laughs> yeah, like you said a, you said a boo, and I immediately went to my... Mm. Um, and then immediately followed up with lion noises. Like, yeah, I, I can't do that. No, I'm no, not no, even going to no. try. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll end up throwing up again, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That is all for then. Okay. Time for some and action. Weird way to say it. Don't like it. <laughs> don't like it at all. I, I'm constantly trying new things. You don't like anything I try. Well, that one made me feel gross on the <laughs> inside, and uh, I'm not okay with it. So on September 17th of 2002, Rhino Records released The Muppet Show Music Mayhem and More, a compilation album of music from The Muppet Show and subsequent film outings. Uh, the Muppets also received or released John Denver and the Muppets A Christmas Together with John Denver in 1979. Well, that's really weird. I I mean, them doing anything with their name on it, I'm like, all right, I could see it happening. Yeah, I I mean, they did Muppet Treasure Island. 
Yeah. Yeah, they're not all winners. Yeah. <laughs> um under Disney ownership, albums featuring the Muppets have been that have been released are uh Best of the Muppets, The Muppets Wizard of Oz, which came out in 2005. And Bitch Out of Love. Uh, <laughs> the Muppets, A Green and Red Christmas, 2006. The Muppets, The Green Album of 2011. Like the Beatles, but Kermit's green. Yeah. I get it. I get uh, it. Hey, don't joke. It's not easy being green. Oh, my God. The Muppets original soundtrack, which came out in 2011. Your bad jerks hurt my soul. Your bad jerks. Your bad jokes hurt my soul. <laughs> and apparently my, my brain. Ba- <laughs> my bad jerks hurt me, too, but I wasn't going to mention it on air. <laughs> was it a masturbation joke? Yes, it was. Okay, good. Dick jocational. Uh, <laughs> the Muppets most wanted original soundtrack in 2014. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and what do you think is the most popular Muppet song ever? Rainbow Connection. Of course it is. Yeah, it has to be. It's good. <laughs> Why are there so many? I don't really know the words that songs well. Songs about rainbows. Don't look in my don't look in my eyes while you're It's weird. Yeah, you look down. That's better. The side. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I I don't I don't know the words. Uh, that well. Willie Nelson did a version that's amazing. Really? Yes. Hmm, like, if, if you're going to listen to somebody outside of Kermit sing it, look up Willie Nelson's version. You said that, like, nobody would ever do that. Like, they would only listen to Kermit. Like, Most well, people I mean, would if, only if listen to Kermit. If you're going to look outside of Kermit, <laughs> like, if you don't want to hear the song from a frog, you fucking weirdo, then I guess. <laughs> if you want to look outside of the source material at a good cover, Willie Nelson. Okay, good. If you want to hear somebody stone sing it instead, Willie Nelson. No, no, no. I'm, I guarantee Jim Henson was probably stoned when he sang it. I hope so. <laughs> To work with that many Muppets, you probably have to do something. To right? come up with the, that many Muppets. Yeah. Uh, the Muppets appeared at Walt Disney Parks and uh, Resorts, having first made appearances at Walt Disney World in 1990. Their first featured attraction, Here Comes the Muppets, was a live stage show that opened shortly after Jim Henson's death and ran at Disney's Hollywood Studios, known, at, known then as Disney MGM Studios, for one year. Hmm. Only less than one year, huh? Uh, that show did. After that, they had a couple of different uh, runs where they did, like, a Muppet show in 4D, uh, which is 3D, but they kick smells or something. Yeah, like I've, I've been messes through one of those. With you. Yeah, there's a Shrek one at um, Universal Studios yeah. I took my son to. I actually saw that one. It, it was funny. I was, as a kid, it was great. I loved it. I was a full-grown man getting shaken around in a chair and water sprayed in my <laughs> face. It was okay, I guess. It in addition to their main presence at Disney Hollywood Studios, the Muppets also appear in Great Moments in American History, a live show at the Magic Kingdom, and the Muppet Mobile Lab at Epcot. That sounds fun. Oh, one, I love Epcot. Never been. Like, everybody, lo- like, is, no, Magic Kingdom, Magic Kingdom. No, you can go around the world and drink beer from every country in Epcot just by taking a single lap, hop on a monorail, and be in the Magic Kingdom up <laughs> good man i'm gonna go hug stitch <laughs> that is really creepy bud i would have said goofy but he's taller than me and it makes me feel inferior <laughs> good good why is that grown man burying his face in goofy's crotch dad why is he crying he's <laughs> <laughs> using the tail to wipe your eyes wait no goofy doesn't have a tail does he does goofy have a tail no good no he also stands upright and talks, but Pluto is a dog that is a pet. Yeah, I know. Tell it me how that sense. works. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> uh, since the late 70s, 
uh, numerous Muppet-related comic books have come out and were released over the years. The first comic strips based on the Muppets appeared on September 21st of 1981 in over 500 daily newspapers, just months after the Muppet Show ended its five-year run. Yeah, say 81's when it ended. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the Muppet comic strip was printed daily from 1981 to 1986. By the end of its initial run, the comic strip had been seen was seen in over 660 newspapers worldwide. Uh, special strips were also created in color exclusively for issues of Muppet Magazine. They had their own magazine? They had their own magazine. Wow. So this was kind of a phenomenon for a while. Huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, up until recent years, it, it was always kind of a phenomenon. And then in recent years, Disney took over, and I don't think they quite knew how to market it. I don't know. Which is weird for Disney because Disney is this huge global corporation at this point oh, yeah. that is trying to take over everything uh, that is entertainment. Mm-hmm. And so for them to acquire a uh, 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 an IP an IP and not know how to handle it correctly is very odd to me. Yeah, it is. Maybe because it's not as big or it hasn't been as relevant for a while. I don't know. Thing is, it could very easily be kept relevant. You think so? Because they try to market it more for kids, and, I mean, there's so much out there for kids. I, I don't think, know if kids nowadays really want to sit down and watch a puppet show. I think the biggest problem is that they refuse to move forward. They they move forward with time instead of what could be. So when Muppet Show first started, it was sketch comedy, which back in the day was very popular. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And that was the thing to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but in recent years, they have done their movies like they've been doing since the, the 80s. Yeah, there's been two. 80s, out. 90s. Yeah. Um, but then they tried the show Muppets, which came out on ABC, I believe. When? Uh, just a couple years ago. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. I didn't watch a single second of it, did you? Uh, I watched the first half of the first episode, and... The first thing that they did when Disney acquired the rights for the Muppets was they, quote-unquote, ended the relationship between Miss Piggy and Kermit, which at that point had been a decades-old relationship. And they did it because they're like, oh, we want want this to be a joke because the show starts with Kermit going, you know, being the executive producer of your ex's late-night talk show is kind of hard. First reason? And it zooms out and you see him that he's parking his car in front of a giant picture of her. This is where I park every single day. Okay. Not laugh out loud material. Well, they were trying to do, instead of making the Muppets their own show, they tried to recreate two different shows in one. It's a mix of 30 Rock and The Office. Okay. Like it's shot like The Office, but talking about running a show like 30 Rock does. That is technically moving forward. It's not something they had done before. If if you're going to do something with the Muppets, do something completely new or go back to basics with a sketch show because there are no sketch shows right now. That might be for a reason, though. It might be something that doesn't really fly nowadays. Who knows? You'd be surprised. I, I think that we, back in the day, kind of got oversaturated with them, and so people got tired of them. But I think that enough time has passed now that if you were to try a sketch show on regular syndicated television – you would be good. You would have an audience. There's an audience there to have. And the Muppets fit perfectly in that, where you can still have your guests, where you can still have your fun and make your jokes that maybe won't work with actual people. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, the Muppets is the place to do that. Yeah, I'm trying to think if my son even knows who Kermit the Frog is, now that I think of it. Would you like to get him in here? No. I promise not to yell, pup, 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 puppy power, motherfucker. I don't believe you. Oh, you want to say hi to the people? Mm-hmm. You guys say it into the microphone right there. Why? How, because we're recording. Yeah, we're recording. I don't know. Say hi. Hi. Okay. Do you know who Kermit the Frog is? You don't know? Say no. No. All right, get out of here. <laughs> That's all I needed, buddy. Thank you. You can have your hot cheese. We're going to watch stuff later on this month. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? I'm not holding the bag while you eat the Cheetos. I'm recording. Yeah, t- take take the bag. <laughs> All right. Thanks, All right. buddy. Thank you, bud. Well, was a lot of work for uh, a two-letter He answer. did not want to talk. Mm-mm, no, but no. Yeah, he, my son does not know who Kermit, and that makes me feel bad. Like, I've done something wrong. Yep. I, I mean, I guess we've kind of already leaked into the now. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> the, what year did the first new movie come out? Uh, Never the... mind. That's a stupid answer. It's 2012, because I was about to say how I saw it. Uh, a buddy uh, came to the hospital when my son was born because they had to keep him for like five or six days because he had jaundice and he stopped breathing at one point. Right. So, you know, I'm I'm an adult now. I'm a dad. I'm a man. So me and my best friend sat down and watched the Muppet movie in the room <laughs> at the <laughs> hospital. So, yeah, I know it came out the year he was born. Uh, I liked it a lot. I really did. Uh, it actually came out in 2011. I must have been running behind. A little bit. Because that was in March. Oh, I, I mean, I watched it on DVD. So that would make sense then. Yeah, yeah. I didn't bring a theater into the hospital. So, <laughs> Although that would be cool. It would be pretty sweet. It'd make, I mean, because once you're there and you have like a newborn child, they take it to the nursery a lot. <laughs> Boring as fuck. They uh, don't even let you smoke in there, Robert. Can I, you believe that? Yeah, I do. The nursery or the hospital? They, don't want, they won't let you smoke? You know they what? won't let you drink? I believe that 100%. What are you supposed to do? Uh, enjoy having a kid and stress out because you now have a kid. Oh, yeah. I think that's why I wanted booze and smoke. Oh, probably. <laughs> it's uh, all over, man. But yeah, that that particular uh, one was directed by James Bobbin and written by Jason Segal and Nicholas Stoller and actually starred Segal and Amy Adams, Chris Cooper, and Rashida Jones. I like Jason Segal. Oh, so do I. Yeah. Uh, he, he can very easily go into kid humor, very easily go into adult humor. Yeah, Forgetting Sarah Marshall's a great movie. Yes. And there's puppets in it. Yeah. He, he legitimately loves, loves puppets. It's yeah. weird. And like a music. Yeah. Like, during his uh, run in How I Met Your Mother, like, he wrote a lot of the songs that are in there, including You Just Got Slapped, mm. which is probably my favorite of that show. It's probably, yeah, those are the best episodes of the slap episodes. And in this particular movie, the, the Muppets movie of 2011, I have never seen it, mm-hmm. but it has one of my favorite Muppet songs outside of Rainbow Connection. Am, am I, I a, a man or yeah. am I... I said, "Am I a Muppet?" I just yeah. come. Am I a man? It sounds like. Or it... am I a Muppet? I actually com- combined man and Muppet, but it sounds like a guy from Jersey. Ah, give me a Muppet. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. We should make that a thing. Uh, after the success of that movie, uh, Disney greenlit a sequel for March of 2012, or in uh, March of 2012, uh, with Bobbin and Stoller returning to direct and write. Uh, Muppets Most Wanted was no released. Seagal? Nope, not that time. Oh. Uh, it was released in 2014 with Ricky Gervais, Tina Fey, and Ty Burrell uh, as the main human roles. And that one is weird. I've never seen it. You've seen that one? I've seen bits and pieces of yeah, it. I uh, apparently, that one. there is a Soviet frog that looks exactly like Kermit, but with a mole. And due to identity uh, confusion. After he escapes, Kermit's the one that's captured, and he ends up uh, going 
into hiding as Kermit with the Muppet Show. Oh, okay. Uh, you you want to know why I'm not always in a good mood? I just got a text from my wife that said the Muppet movie the Muppet movie came out in 2011, not 2012. She corrected me from the living room. <laughs> got it. Send. All right. <sighs> hey, my phone was silenced. Yeah, thank you. Jeez. We corrected ourselves too. Yeah, we did, we did the math. Well, uh, so yeah, that's pretty much the last thing that has really happened. Currently, there was a, a in 2015. Bill Prady was commissioned to write a script for a pilot with the working title Muppets 2015. Um, and in 20, May of 2015, ABC announced that it uh, was going to do the show that we've already talked about, The Muppets. Is it even on the air still? No. No? Uh, it ended March 1st of 2016. Oh, it didn't make it long at all, huh? Yeah. In wow. 2017, The Muppets performed a series of live shows from September 8th through the 10th at the Hollywood Bowl with Bobby Moneyham. And that is the last thing that has happened in the world of Muppets. My wife just corrected me. She's not in the living room. She's in the bedroom. I was wrong (laughs) on that one, too. (laughs) This is bullshit. (laughs) Get your own podcast! All right. She she can't talk right now. (laughs) She sounds like Mickey Mouse. Uh, Yeah, a little bit. Oh, well. (laughs) Was Was that a fuck you? Yeah, it was. I okay. so hope that was picked up on the uh, on the mics. Thank was, you, Shana. Was that a Pikachu? <laughs> uh, I need a bigger uh, house, Robert. Or earlier in the week, your your wife had actually uh, called me, a- yeah, asking what been, I wanted. You've been for making Christmas. fun of her because she has severe bronchitis. You asshole! It's better to make her laugh than make her. No, technically, laughter hurts her right now. Oh well, did I at least make you smile? She said, "Yeah." But uh, Said yes, while mean. on the phone, her and I were joking. And I, I, I was like, you know, if your voice doesn't come back to normal this weekend, we're doing a, we're doing a Mickey Mouse episode, and you're the star. She, and, she was convinced that uh, you were doing a Mickey episode. I was like, I hope not. I don't <laughs> want to do a Mickey Mouse episode. I barely want to do the Muppets. But when she said that's not happening, I was like, can can you do me at least one favor? Can you say, oh boy? And she went, oh boy. And I was like, yes. <laughs> oh my god, you're a terrible person. <laughs> I did the same thing when I walked in today and realized her voice was the same. Great. Great. <laughs> All right. I'm glad her hospital trip brought you some joy. Uh, I'm, I'm sad that your wife is upset. You're smiling. I can be sad and smile at the same time. I'm complex. Oh, my God. Sorry, I don't have one particular mode, Danny. Are you done? I have nuance to my character. Can, can we end the show now? <laughs> yeah, we can end the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Next week, we are taking a break. Uh, because next week for us is uh, Thanksgiving weekend. So, mm. so even though this episode's coming out that weekend, we are actually taking a break to be with our families and kind of enjoy just a week off. Do I have to actually go see my family? Or no. Can I... Okay, good. Uh, we're going to be playing a role-playing game. Wow. <laughs> um, I just want to take a nap. That's all. But the episode after that is going to be Looney Tunes. So make sure that you tune in for that. That's like a top five, though, right? Yes. Yeah, there you go. Uh, your name is Denny Mullins. Your name is Robert Foley. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>